Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. It's Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are um, glad you're with us this afternoon as we round out this week. And we've got uh, some important things that are happening that we're going to be sharing with you today. And we're glad that you are here. I remind you that uh, our phone lines are open for you, 877-943-9673. That's toll-free, 877-943-9673. Well, we've got some interesting updates to give you that I think are going to be very important to you. Uh, in a moment, I'm going to be sharing about uh, Governor DeSantis has suspended SunPass and toll by plate uh, until June. Now, there's, there's some details about this, and that has to do with the major foul-up that happened with the Department of Transportation and the vendor who does the billing for SunPass and for uh, toll by plate. Some of you probably know because you got popped with a huge bill. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a moment. That is very important indeed. We have a Pinellas County deputy uh, who was ambushed last night in his car along with his canine sheriff partner. And uh, we'll give you the updates on that in just a moment. But uh, disgusting indeed. And um, we'll also tell you what happened uh, to the person who's allegedly came up and fired the rounds inside the deputy's car last night. We also know that um, Governor Trump, Governor Trump, Uh, President Trump uh, is uh, considering closing the Mexican border next week. We'll talk about that. I told you yesterday that we had uh, a very serious situation on the border with the number of people. uh, Two different days, 4,000 people crossed over into America looking for Border Patrol agents to give themselves up immediately and ask for political asylum. We have got, got a major issue on the border, Nancy Pelosi. We have a major issue on the border, Chuck Schumer, and uh, I hope that uh, I hope that all the members of Congress can get past trying to continue to uh, prosecute President Trump. It's time to govern and lead the nation. 
but somehow I don't think they're going to take my advice. Well, we also got another interesting story to talk about in that uh, drinking a bottle of wine per week is as bad as smoking 10 or 15 cigarettes when it comes to cancer. That's going to be a surprising one indeed. And uh, we hope to get to the story that uh, I hope that you pray for Israel tonight as tomorrow the sun breaks because it's the anniversary of the major uprising in Gaza and um, Hamas has threatened a huge demonstration. And so the Israeli tank battalion that's been moved up, moved up to the border, uh, that was done in a timely manner. So we want to pray for peace in, in Israel, but um, tomorrow is going to be a very difficult day for the residents in southern Israel, as well as those of the IDF. Coming up in the second hour, two important topics. And I'll just mention to you now that they are not appropriate for young children. In fact, uh, we would uh, suggest that um, if you're in the car during the second hour, turn, turn the volume down. Not appropriate for small children. If you're at home, if you can get them in the back bedroom, you can do that. Or get them occupied and listen uh, on maybe your smartphone or something or with uh, earbuds in. Uh, and also reminds you that at the end of today's program, we will be posting the podcast of this Friday edition, March 29th, and uh, you can listen to these two very segments, uh, two very important segments uh, by way of podcast. But first, uh, we'll have John Thorrington with uh, Focus on the Family. He's a licensed counselor there at Focus, and he's going to talk about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. And he's also going to give you some some startling statistics about the widespread use of porn in America. It is disturbing indeed. And so that'll be our first segment up with Focus on the Family. And this week we won't be going to Hollywood or L.A. because our friends at Movie Guide have uh, all moved down to Anaheim, California. <clears throat> and that's because it is the Religious Broadcasters Annual Meeting. It was here in Orlando last year, well, the year before. So uh, all of our VIPs for Salem Media Group are there in Anaheim, joined by the Movie Guide folks and a lot of other folks in religious broadcasting, so they won't be with us today. But I got a special treat. And again, this is um, a very moving story, but one not necessarily for young kids. Yoli Reyes is someone that I met several years ago at one of the functions of the Florida Family Policy Council. She's the founder of Mary's Pregnancy Center. Uh, down in Fort Lauderdale, Pembroke Pines, Pembroke Pines, say that ten times, quickly, and then backwards, and also in Hollywood. She is a Cuban-American who came to the U.S. in a raft, three days in a raft when she was 18 years of old, 18 years of age, didn't quite make it, and you have to get your foot on dry land to be able to just come straight in. So she was taken back to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, our U.S. military base, where she lived there 11 months before she was able to enter the U.S. She's going to tell that gripping story, plus she's going to talk about a very uh, sensitive uh, attack on her. Um, She was 13 years old, and uh, she was forced to have uh, an abortion. She's going to tell you uh, the story behind that, and then also segue into why she is so passionate Embold to tell her story so others can be emboldened too, and how she is a very, a very busy activist both in Tallahassee and in Washington, D.C., as it comes to the pro life movement. So she's going to be with us uh, as well. But um, 
let's start our story this afternoon. For those of you who are on Selman Expressway or you're on the Veterans or the Suncoast Parkway, this is pretty timely. Newswatch 8 is reporting that Sun Pass and toll-by-plate customers, those of you who have gotten those huge bills online or in the mail, um, with all these delayed toll charges that are just hitting your bill, you're going to get a little bit of a reprieve. Governor Ron DeSantis has ordered the continued suspension of fees and penalties until June the 1st. Doesn't mean you can ride for free. You're going to get billed today. But to give you a chance to work out the fees and penalties, you'll have until June the 1st. Governor said, and I quote, Since I've been governor, I've heard the concerns from citizens and customers of SunPass and the hardships they've been facing related to their delayed bills and billing errors by the contractor Conduent. I've directed the Florida Department of Transportation to continue suspending fees and penalties until June the 1st. Now, while the department will continue, according to Newswatch 8, to suspend penalties and fees until June, the final reminders are now being sent to toll-by-plate customers that include transactions that occurred through the end of 2018. He said, I've also instructed the Turnpike's executive director to assess maximum performance penalties allowed under the contract for conduance operational and performance deficiencies, which totals about $4.6 million to the state, according to FDOT Secretary Kevin Philbaut. The FDOT claims it has made multiple personnel changes, I hope, I hope, related to the tolling and billing problem, including appointing a new acting director of toll systems. We are directing Conduit to provide additional support to the customer service centers, and the department has also added resource resources to help better serve our customers. So going to have a little reprieve on the penalties. That will give you some time to get out, uh, get to it, and get, get it worked out. But uh, you're only going to have until June 1st to do that. Well, another story that was uh, certainly uh, disheartening was to learn that uh, last night that we had uh, one of uh, the best of our own, and that is a deputy sheriff of Pinellas County uh, was shot along with his uh, canine partner. Again, this comes to us uh, updated uh, just a few moments ago before we came onto the show. Uh, Newswatch Aid is reporting that uh, um, both the deputy and the dog are recovering after they were shot from by a suspect who had earlier run from a traffic stop early Friday morning. Detectives investigating said the incident began at 1.50 a.m. when a Pinellas deputy pulled over a car for a traffic stop at 3rd Avenue South and 30th Street South. They knew who the driver was. The driver was Eliza Johnson, 23, of St. Petersburg. He stopped, but then he took off. Investigators said Johnson abandoned his car at 2nd Avenue South and 26th Street. At that point, a St. Petersburg police canine officer and his dog began to track the area. The person who was driving the car, the suspect, shot the canine. According to Panella Sheriff Bob Volateri in his press conference this morning. Now, after he shot the uh, the canine dog, the personnel dog there at the sheriff's office, it was just a short time later that Johnson then fired shots at Sergeant David Stang, who was in his unmarked SUV at Third Avenue South and 27th Street. 
The shots were fired through the passenger side of the deputy's cruiser. The sheriff said that it appeared as though his deputy was caught by surprise. The sheriff's deputy staying accelerated his cruiser away from the shooting, stream, shooting scene while rescue crews, crews responded and transported him to the Bayfront Health St. Petersburg, and he is in stable condition. Stang, the canine officer, was shot in the shoulder at least twice. And uh, the dog lost a, a lot of blood, according to the Sheriff Gualateri. Investigators explained that Stang is expected to be okay and did not suffer any life-threatening injuries. Johnson was found dead with what appears to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, according to the sheriff. He was uh, found near 3rd Avenue South and 26th Street. Uh, it appears that not a single deputy or officer fired a weapon in this particular uh, situation and that Johnson had a long criminal history and was recently released from prison. So all it was was a, a traffic stop that escalated and turned into something deadly. And that's what our officers have to face every, every day and night. Of course, it's a worst-case scenario. Deputy Stang, 51, has been with the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office since 2001. Veteran. K-9 Titan was shot uh, in the leg and underwent surgery. According to St. Petersburg Lieutenant David Garaldo, that uh, the dog is in stable condition. Thankfully, the injury at this point is fine and doesn't look like it's anything to be life-threatening. It could be months before the dog is capable of returning the service. And I'm looking at Sergeant Stang and K-9 Titan. What a great pair. So, good news about that is, is that uh, both survive and should recover. Our heart goes out to them and their families for all of this and uh, reminds us that right here in our area, you know, those who serve and protect, it's a very dangerous job. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Well, are we going to have to close our southern border? We'll have that next in the Bill Bunkley Show. Again, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. We'll see what the president is up to next on the Bill Bunkley Show. statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. Nielsen U.S. XAOC 52 weeks dollar sales. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and the night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free and estrogen-free. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement in dollar sales. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Join us Sunday morning at 1030 for Faith Point Radio with Dr. Brent Stansel, pastor of Community Bible Baptist Church. One name or two names could never fully describe him. And at different seasons in your life and at different places in your life, God reveals himself to you in different ways in your life. 
Don't miss Faith Point Radio, Sunday morning at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fairways at West Chase Golf Club? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. I was getting ready to see uh, visions of James Brown on the Bill Bunkley show. <laughs> oh, I can see old James Brown out there just uh, cutting a rug. Amen. Amen. I want to just let you know that a couple of uh, brief uh, announcements for you, and that is Best of Enemies is uh, not only going to be with us a week from today, brand new movie, but I'll tell you about a screening, a free screening that we are sponsoring right here. Uh, from WTBN and Let's Talk Faith Radio. I want to just tell you real, real quickly, though, but The Best of Enemies, it's a movie. It's a timely drama starring Academy Award nominee Treziza P. Henson. Uh, she's from Hidden Figures. And then we also have Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. And you remember the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? And he got an Academy Award for that. But this is a true story. In this movie, this story, The Best of Enemies, it centers on the very unlikely relationship between a civil rights activist, African-American, uh, Ann Atwater, and the other character is C.P. Ellis. Of course, Rockwell plays Ellis, and Henson plays Ann Atwater, who is an African-American activist. But these two individuals who could not be on polar opposites in terms of the issue of uh, desegregation. Because C.P. Ellis is a Ku Klux Klan leader, not just a member, but a leader. And he reluctantly co-chaired a community summit. And he was battling over the desegregation of schools in Durham, North Carolina, during the highly racially charged summer of 1971. I was just a pup. The incredible events that unfolded would change Durham and the lives of Atwater and Ellis forever. And I want to tell you, this story really rings true today and gives us some thoughts, some, some feelings of hope for the future about how this divided nation might be able to come together. It's heartfelt. And, uh, again, with what we have to divide in the country, it is a movie that it's time to be seen. The Best of Enemies, the movie, talks about the unlikely relationships. And then later, the friendship that's forged between Ann Atwater and C.P. Ellis. And uh, how they came together to initiate the change in their community 
of Durham, North Carolina. We'll give you a sense of opposition, uh, optimism today with the opposition that we see in our country. This is a powerful movie, inspirational movie, and it will leave you thought-provoking. So again, the story of a black female activist, really a hero, which I like to call a shero, leading the charge for change in the 70s for her community. Now, here is the second part, which is exciting. Next Tuesday at 7 o'clock at the AMC West Shore at West Shore Plaza at 7 p.m., we're going to have a special free screening of the Best of Enemies. Now, remember that is first come, first serve. And if you want to come out and uh, get a chance to see the movie on Tuesday that's going to open the following Friday, a week from today, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Register. Follow the instructions. Heed the instructions. Go to the movie early. But uh, it's uh, our thank you to you for being part of our loyal family. I hope many of you who participated with our Food for the Poor campaign can also get in there and get on the website and come out and see this free movie on us. And then I want you to go back to your home, your office, your schools, and I want you to tell folks about it because we like to have a good showing come a week from Friday. Well, I tell you, we've had a crisis at the southern border. By the way, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. We've had a crisis at the southern border. There's no doubt about that. And I want to tell you that uh, today President Trump made an announcement that uh, given the situation, and we had two days where 4,000 people pushed themselves across the border looking for a political assignment, The governor is threatening to close the border next week, or at least large sections of it where these folks are coming over. It is a big, big, big move affecting, it will affect uh, both the United States and Mexico. It will definitely have an impact uh, on our economies of both nations. And uh, Governor, uh, or, or should I should say, President Trump is very, very specific with Mexico about They better halt this illegal immigration immediately. Trump said, quote, it could mean all trade with Mexico. We will close it for a long time. I am not kidding around. One thing I can say about the president, he doesn't kid around much, does he? Trump had previously threatened to close the border. Uh, He was at a rally in Michigan, in Grand Rapids, by the way. That was um, last night. But um, he gave a timetable today. And he basically is letting them know that enough is enough, and we've got this, the, the Border Patrol agents are just being overwhelmed. And uh, even though this is going to be affecting a lot of businesses right on the border, both in Mexico and the U.S. side, it, it's something that he believes just has to happen. He said, and I quote, if Mexico doesn't immediately stop all illegal immigration coming into the United States through our southern border, I will be closing the border or large sections of the border next week. This would be so easy, according to the president, for Mexico to do. But they just take our money and talk, close quote. And you can see the president uh, saying that. Um, We got a lot of smuggling, both in drugs and human smuggling as well. And uh, it really is time for Mexico to step up and no country can be absorb, absorbing the kind of numbers that are coming across, not even the United States uh, of 
America. And they're having so many people come in. Border Patrol is, uh, you know, they're picking them up. They're bringing them in. They're housing them. But now they're starting to have to let go. And they're coming into the general population of America because the Border Patrol is having to just, uh, you know, do the old catch and release because they don't have any room to uh, have them, um, you know, uh, put in a holding cell until they can process them. So, anyway, want to pray for our southern border and pray especially for the Border Patrol, excuse me, the agents, uh, those law enforcement agencies right on the border. And also keep in mind that, uh, boy, supermarkets, uh, 7-Elevens, all sorts of things, those merchants up and down the border, this is going to be a hardship to them. But what do you think? Do you think that the border situation rises to President Trump closing the border? Hey, give me your quick opinion. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Should we protect the integrity of our borders? We'll take your calls on that in just a moment. Plus, we'll talk about that bottle of wine equal to 10 or 15 cigarettes a week for cancer risk. Don't miss that. Coming up in a moment. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he will close the nation's southern border or large parts of it next week if Mexico does not immediately stop illegal immigration. He made the threat in a tweet, then emphasized to reporters, quote, I'm not kidding around. He's especially upset about a lot of the large caravans that have been working their way up from even further south through Mexico on their way to the U.S. border. Attorney General William Barr says he'll be sending a redacted version of the Mueller report to Congress by mid-April. At the latest, Democrats have been demanding that all the details of the Mueller report be made public. Lyft set the price for its stock at $72 per share late yesterday, setting the stage for the ride-hailing pioneer's hotly anticipated stock market debut. Shares for Lyft were up a little more than $8 apiece today. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 211 points at 25000 928. More details at srnnews.com. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Steve was parked too close to the baseball field. One foul ball, there goes his windshield. He wasn't worried. His first thought was a new free windshield. And cash on the spot. He called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Up to $100 cash back with comprehensive insurance. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813 533 
3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. You're invited to Look Up Clearwater, bringing together Christian music performances of all genres, filling Coachman Park in Clearwater for a huge day of fun, music, and fellowship. Look Up Clearwater happens from 3 to 9, Saturday, April 6th, and is 100% free and open to everyone. Come see the family area with special activities for kids. Plan to be in Coachman Park, Saturday, April 6th, for Look Up Clearwater. Check us out at lookupclearwater.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interaction. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Hey, Bill Bunkley, Bill Bunkley, and I'm back this afternoon. Hey, I know it's a lazy Friday afternoon. I know you mustered all the energy you could to raise your arm up and to turn the radio on. But, hey, hey, somebody's got somebody's to break the ice. Here's the question. Do you think we need to shut the southern border down next week? We have these waves of caravans that uh, we got caravans that are waiting. It's like you have uh, a battalion of troops and um, the organizers have them just across the border in Mexico, and they're organizing them in, in, in waves, you know, a few hours apart. And uh, so the president said, look, look, Mexico's got to stop it now. If they don't, I'm closing the border next week, and it's going to be a hard closing, and it's going to be months before I reopen it. So what do you think? Do you think that the problems escalated enough to close the border? 877-943-9673. Hey, quick reminder that uh, Regnery Publishing, our sister organization, you have until Sunday to put your name in the hat for this month's book. And, of course, it's Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War, and that's by Dr. Uh, Wilford Riley. And uh, this is all about, you know, the... uh, the poster child for this activity is, what's that, Smalley or whatever his name was up in Chicago who faked his hate crime, and they bought it, and then they found out he was lying, so they arrested him. And then apparently somebody who has a connection spoke to the state attorney, and without consulting anybody, he got let go. He got let after all of what the police went through, he got let go. Never got, never was a hate crime, never was uh, two white guys to put a rope around his neck you know, trying to lynch him, all that was fake news. And uh, so anyway, Dr. Riley uh, has documented so many more cases of that. And so um, if you want to get this book, 
uh, you know, hate crime croak, hate crime hoax, how the left is selling a fake race war. Go right now to either one of our websites. You have uh, you can register today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Go to either am860theanswer.com, that's am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com, that's am930theanswer.com. Also reminding you, we have our half-price tuitions are in full steam, and you've heard me talk about that. If you'd like to check that out this weekend and find out uh, how you can save 50% on next year's annual tuition, give you a chance to make that change, take a test drive with a Christian school, go to christiantuitions.com, christiantuitions.com to... Not only see the program, the thousands of dollars you can save, but you can also look at uh, some of the schools that are available. It will show you how to uh, send a little note to us, and uh, we'll, one of our representatives will call you back, and we'll get you lined up for telephone conferences with the prospective school, visits, all that type of uh, activity. Be glad to set that up for you. And uh, last but not least, uh, just want to remind you, pastors, the Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is coming up on Thursday, April 11th, shotgun start at 8.30 at the West Chase Country, pardon me, scratch that, West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Absolutely free for our pastors. Um, We're going to start at 8.30, but get there early and enjoy the fellowship and a Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit for breakfast. And we're going to not just have any barbecue, we'll have Mission Barbecue when you get done with your foursome. Now, you can uh, sign yourself up if you're a, a, a Bay Area pastor. And you can also sign up your foursome of other pastors. It's all pastors. Give you a chance to fellowship one to another and have that special day. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com to register for that and to uh, get yourself uh, ready for that uh, event uh, where you're going to have a great, great round of golf. Well, you know that um, whenever I hear the word cancer, certainly the word leukemia because of my journey, and what is a developing testimony. When I saw this, it got my attention. Uh, Newswatch 8 is reporting, and um, I'm going to share like they shared. Now, you know that smoking leads to a higher risk of cancer. Well, I hope you do. But what about drinking wine in moderation? Now, I know some of you have already turned me off. Don't turn me off. Just listen. Have an open mind. A brand new study found that drinking one 750 milliliter bottle of wine per week, ready for this, carries the same cancer risk as smoking five to ten cigarettes, depending on if you are a male or a female. This research, which was published in the journal BMC Public Health, compared smoking and drinking. According to the study, and I quote, one bottle of wine per week is associated with an increased absolute lifetime cancer risk for non-smokers of 1.0 for men. And are you ready, ladies? 1.4 for women. The overall absolute increase in cancer risk for one bottle of wine per week equals that of five men or 10 cigarettes per week for women. The research is the first of its kind to estimate the cigarette equivalent of alcohol with regard to cancer risk. According to the lead study author, Dr. Teresa Hydes, H-Y-D-E-S, 
of the Department of Gastroenterology and Hepatology at the University Hospital Southampton NHS Foundation Trust. Got that one out. The quote is, it is well established that heavy drinking is linked to cancer of the mouth, throat, voice box, gullet, bowel, liver, and breast. Yet, in contrast to smoking, this is not widely understood by the public. We hope that by using cigarettes as the comparator, we could communicate this message more effectively to help you, our listeners, by the way, and other individuals to make more informed lifestyle choices. According to a 2017 survey from the American Society of Clinical Oncology, those are the cancer experts that I've been working with, oncologists, approximately 70% of Americans did not recognize drinking alcohol as a risk for cancer. I must admit to you, I haven't thought about it much. Now, I'm not a a wine drinker or alcohol drinker. Maybe that's why I don't pay as close attention, but I'm kind of in the old camp that uh, some say that a glass of wine a day keeps you healthy, but when you add up that glass of wine over a week, then you got a bottle of wine, don't you? Very interesting. To raise public awareness, a research team from the University Hospital Southampton Foundation Trust, Bangor University, and University of Southampton set out to estimate the risk of developing cancer as a result of drinking moderate levels of alcohol. They analyzed data on the cancer risk of the general population, number of cancers in the population that could be linked to tobacco and alcohol. Alcohol is a known carcinogen. And this study highlights the risk associated with alcohol consumption. Now, Dr. Sarah Kate, assistant professor of breast surgery at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai, told uh, MarketWatch in this quote, It is difficult to extrapolate the exact risk because the study did not examine known risk factors for cancer, such as family history of cancers and other carcinogens, such as external radiation exposure. However, she added, it is important for the public to note carcinogenic effects of alcohol, which are largely underestimated as well as underpublicized. Now, she did not work on the study, which has been condemned by many in the alcohol industry. Uh, does, does that surprise you, Michael? The, uh, the wine and spirit lobbyist folks don't like this report. What do you think, Mike? What do you know? Imagine <laughs> what do you that, know? Huh? What do you know? What do you know? And uh, that will give them a chance to raise some money. See, whenever, whenever you're a lobbyist, and you get one across the bow for what you're representing. Always a good opportunity to, Mike, to talk about renegotiating your fee. <laughs> or if you're raising funds for the issue, to send out that letter. Hey, just letting you know, 911, we now got a battle. The cancer folks now saying that people are going to die from drinking a bottle of wine each week from cancer. So that will give them an opportunity to go out and raise some money. Just a little side note on how the system works. Drinking is not the same as smoking, nor does it carry the same health risks. Said a spokesman for Diego, which makes Guinness, Smirnoff, and Johnny Walker. To make that comparison is misleading and will confuse people who want to enjoy alcohol in moderation. That from a teetotaler here on a Bill Bunkley show. 
Well, I think it's worthwhile to really all areas of your life. You know, there's different things that people do that uh, can make them susceptible to these type of things. And uh, it's, it's, it's very important uh, for us to uh, be able to, to recognize that. All right, let's go to our phones real quick, uh, 877-943-9673. Who do we have, Mike? Mr. Jim in O-Town on a Friday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. How hey. are you? Oh, wonderful. Boy, you, you hit right in my wellhouse, and you, you uh, started discussing Christians and alcohol. Um, I, I came from a teetotaling family. I've never been drunk in my life. I don't drink. I don't think Christians should drink. Because uh, alcohol is the most abused drug in the world. Countless lives have been ruined, uh, crimes committed, bad things happen as a result of alcohol. Yet um, I'm found with more and more Christians thinking that it doesn't matter. And I've had deep discussions in my own small group where I was in the minority. Um, so yeah, you, you were probably the last man standing, not just a minority. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I didn't know Christians drank until I came to you're in my church. I came from an independent Baptist background where right. they're more conservative, and I right. was shocked. So, I mean, I don't know if this will make any difference because when the, when the excuses are made, well, Jesus did it, well, then, you, you know, how can you argue with that? Because that's such a lame excuse. Uh, but people do things because they want to, not because it's bad or the people just want to. And I, you know, it just puts more ammunition in, in, in my my quiver. But I don't think people that want to drink this is going to make one bit of difference to them because they've justified it in their own mind. No, no, and you're right. And let me tell you, just just for full disclosure, I join you as a fellow teetotaler and. And I, it just occurred to me that I wanted to just say that uh, our church that we share uh, together, uh, in absolutely no way from the pulpit or any other aspects of the church, is drinking alcohol suggested, uh, con- uh, you know, uh, swept aside, not condemned. I mean, our pastor uh, is also in that camp and really does a, a lot of trying to share with that from time to time, and especially with the young people. And uh, between the uh, exposure to alcohol that the young people have, now they're going to be exposed to marijuana gummies and, and uh, you know, the cakes and everything. Uh, I think it's going to be a mess. But I stand with you, Jim. But uh, give you a couple, couple seconds. i got a hard break coming up. Well, you know, the alcohol thing, I don't see how someone could be against marijuana and pour a, a glass of uh, wine every night. You know, it's pretty much once, yep. once marijuana is legal. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. Yep, yep. The world we live in, but we'll continue to proclaim, proclaim as Jesus followers, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to uh, to the world. And, Jim, I know you share that as well, and thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend to you and um, to all of yours. Okay, going to take a break in a minute. When we come back, I want to give you an update on what's going to be happening on the Gaza border starting at sunrise. And want you to pray for Israel, pray for the IDF. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
on April 5th. Don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm gonna get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. Hi, I'm Matt Laporta, chairman of the 49th Annual Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast coming April 4th to Armature Works in Tampa. Bring a friend who needs to know Christ for a unique presentation of the gospel by international author and CEO of Office Pride Commercial Cleaning, Todd Hopkins. Share breakfast and the truth with a friend or business associate at this year's Tampa Bay Leadership Prayer Breakfast, April 4th at Armature Works in Tampa. For details, go to tampabayprayer.com. Again, that's tampabayprayer.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite, Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com, surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30. 
on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Bunting, let's get right back to it. I got Steve standing by in Lakeland before we do that. Quick breaking news, a couple of items. Number one, we just heard that the Attorney General, uh, Bill Barr, is going, William Barr, is going to release about 400 pages of, what was it, 600, 700 pages of the Mueller report. So by mid-April, 400 pages, a good portion of the report is going to be released to the public and to the Congress. That just uh, coming across the wires a minute ago. Also, want to remind you that, um, look, if you're up at 1.30 tomorrow morning, uh, 1.30 our time here in the east is 6.30 or so in Israel. Sunrise tomorrow in Tel Aviv, which includes a little bit south of the Gaza border, is at 6.32 Israeli time. means about 1.32 in the morning our time. We're about five uh, hours ahead. Uh, from that time on, pray for the peace, not only of Jerusalem and Tel Aviv with rockets, but pray for the peace of Israel. And, uh, and that's because uh, Hamas uh, tomorrow is uh, the mass Gaza border protest for Saturday. And they are hoping that tens of thousands of the refugees there in Gaza will join the mass protests. And uh, they're urging Palestinians to come out in the protest. Of course, they'll have the paid people up front, probably women and children. Um, but uh, the idea is, is that tomorrow can very, very much get out of hand. It's the Great March return. Uh, weekly demonstrations coincides with the land, which is an Arab uh, annual day of commemoration of the events that took place uh, there uh, against Israel. And so this mass participation is going to be an issue and uh, we'll have more on that on Monday as to how the weekend went, reminding you that the elections in Israel for prime minister are now less than two weeks away. Let's go to uh, not only Polk County, let's go to Lakeland. Steve is standing by. He wanted to weigh in on the crisis at the southern border, whether or not Trump should shut that border with uh, these massive caravans lined up to come in. Steve, good to have you on the Bill Bunkley Show. Yeah, I uh, just want to go ahead and tell you, that I've got a couple of thoughts about this. First of all, I'm a retired military, and my thoughts are pretty straightforward. If you have a wall or some sort of a uh, reasonable sense, then you actually have a border. Then you actually have a, a – you can control the population of the people coming into your country. That's what we need to have. Like every and, other country in the world. Go ahead. Well, not only that, though, but think about it, Okay. Mexico has a border, too. They have a southern border. They probably have a southern fence or a southern wall, but they don't want to go ahead and do this. We're actually paying the government of Mexico and many other governments. And what we should probably go ahead and do is tell them that we're going to go ahead and stop sending them money, especially Mexico, and say if Mexico can't control its, its northern border, then we're not going to give them any money. Nor trade with them, and that's going to be the real crippler because they use a lot of American products. Well, the thing is, there's all kinds of things that can be done. But one of the most important things we need to do is get out and vote and make sure that the the, the people we're voting for believe the same things that we believe. Because there are so many people that say they're Democrats and say they're Republicans, and they really don't reflect that in their vote. And that's really tearing America up. 
Yeah, I want to say it's okay to be Republican and pro-life. It's okay to be Democrat and pro-life. It's okay to be pro-security uh, on our borders as a Republican. It's okay to be yeah. pro-security on the borders as a Democrat. So whether you're a Democrat, Independent, or Republican, instead of getting put into a cookie cutter, I know most that are listening to this show, you have some conservative roots in you. You maybe have some biblical roots in you. Uh, and all, you know, most of the biblical principles I talk about are nothing more than how things were back in the fifties and sixties. And so it's okay to, to follow Steve's lead and, uh, step up and, uh, and, and, and to just, uh, let people know what you're for. Now, Steve, we got, uh, probably about 30, 45 seconds. Uh, I'll let you have, uh, the last word on this one. Well, I'd like to go ahead and tell you that it's important to go ahead and elect the, the proper people who are actually going to re- reflect what we're wanting to happen in our country. And and let them know. Call them. I mean, actually, call your senator. Call your congressman and tell them that if they're not doing what they, what they say they're going to do, and it's about backing our president, backing a wall, then they should find a new job. Well, I'll tell you, I thoroughly concur with that. And unfortunately, I have to pillow my head at night often. In a variety of issues, because uh, after, what, 23, 24 years, whatever it is, in Tallahassee, man, I know the issues like the back of my hand. I also know of uh, the legislators who come from all over the state when they get there. I know who the ones are that are true blue to their campaign platform and promises. I also know those that very quickly get uh, intoxicated with the power and all the attention and uh, sometimes I just lay in bed and shake my head. But, yes, you are right, Steve, and it's time to kind of clear and call them out. But, Steve, thank you for your service to the nation. Thank you for uh, very, very cogent thoughts this afternoon. Look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you. You have a great day. Take care, my Enjoy friend. Love Polk County. My mother-in-law is in Polk County. Well, coming up in a moment, got another hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be over on AM 570. On AM 910, Plant City, and on uh, 102.1 in Will Lakeland. First up, I'll have John Thornton, Focus on the Family, talking about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. Again, this one's not uh, for little ears, but that's our Focus on the Family segment. Our friends from Movie Guide are in Anaheim for the Religious Broadcasters Convention. We'll have a friend that I met a few years ago, Loli, uh, Yoli Reyes, uh, who is the founder of Mary's Pregnancy Center down in Fort Lauderdale, Pembroke Pines, and Hollywood. She'll talk about her story of coming across from Cuba on a raft and why she is dedicated to the pro-life movement. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fair? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30, join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is threatening to close parts of the southern border next week unless Mexico's president does more to stop illegal crossings. In a series of tweets, Mr. Trump calls on Congress to change what he calls our weak immigration laws. He goes on to say if Mexico doesn't immediately stop all illegal immigration coming into the United States through our southern border, I will be closing the border or large sections of the border next week. The tweets come just days after Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Kevin McAleenan said immigration enforcement had reached a breaking point. Correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Congress will receive a redacted version of special counsel Robert Mueller's report on the Russia investigation by mid-April, according to Attorney General William Barr. In a letter to the chairman of the House and Senate Judiciary Committees, Barr said he shares a desire for Congress and the public to be able to read Mueller's findings, which were included in the nearly 400-page report Mueller submitted last week. Barr said he does not plan to share the report with the White House before making it public. For a third time, British lawmakers rejected the government's divorce agreement with the European Union, leaving Britain just two weeks to decide between a long delay to Brexit and an abrupt no-deal departure from the bloc. Ian Blackford, Scottish National Party leader in Westminster, says lawmakers should look seriously at the option of revocation. The Prime Minister has failed to take this deal forward. She does not have the confidence of the House. The Prime Minister has indicated her departure. She should now go and we should be having a general election. Thousands of Brexit supporters who had planned to be celebrating Friday were protesting instead. They converged on Parliament Square as lawmakers voted inside, waving Union Jack flags, singing bye-bye EU, and lamenting the government's failure to take Britain out of the bloc on schedule. On Wall Street, the up by 211 points. The Nasdaq rose 60, the S&P advanced 19. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Unplanned, based on a life-changing true story. My name is Abby Johnson. I used to be the director of this clinic. The Daily Wire says Planned Parenthood is not going to like it. America wants abortion, which is why we exist. Glenn Beck says you have never seen anything like this. We've managed to make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Unplanned, now playing. Visit Unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. Is there going to be a recession? Correspondent Rita Foley looks at the latest numbers. We're spending more, but just a teeny tiny bit more. A tenth of a percent in January, says the Commerce Department. Pay is up a little bit, two-tenths of a percent last month. But both of these numbers are more evidence that the economy may be slowing down. Many economists believe growth has now eased down to about a percent and a half. The money we spend powers the economy, and the fact that we're not spending much more is a big reason for the slowdown, say experts. Rita Foley, Washington. A ship captain says African migrants who hijacked an oil tanker after it rescued them in the Mediterranean Sea seized medical o- metal objects and began smashing the ship and threatening crew members after they realized they were being returned to Libya. 
The ship's captain said he and five other crew members feared being killed during the horror that played out at sea. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Changes are coming to the so-called happiest place on Earth. As of May 1st, Disney is eliminating smoking areas at its theme and water parks in California and Florida. Smoking also won't be allowed at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex or downtown Disney in California. Smoking areas, though, will be available outside the parks and those entertainment areas. Disney Springs in Florida and the company's hotels will also have smoking areas. And if you're thinking of taking a cooler into the park, loose or dry ice won't be permitted for coolers or cooler bags. And while stroller wagons will not be allowed, Disney's limiting stroller sizes to 31 inches wide and 52 inches long. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Sales of new U.S. homes climbed 4.9% in February, suggesting that falling mortgage rates have given a boost to demand from buyers. The median sales price of a new home in February fell 3.6% to $315,300. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the law. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here, and welcome to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are honored to have you with us back this afternoon. We've got a programming note coming up that I'll get to in just a, a second or two. But first up, we'll head on out to Colorado Springs, Colorado, for our friends that focus on the family. John Thorrington is going to be with us. He's a licensed counselor there at, for, at Focus. He's going to talk about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. And uh, we'll be talking with him in just a few moments. And, again, uh, both of these uh, segments are not uh, segments that are appropriate for young children. So just want to tell you that if you have young children in hearing range, you probably want to uh, – Turn the radio down and download the podcast of these two segments uh, later on and listen in the appropriate private manner. Then our friends at Movie Guide are at the um, uh, meeting in Anaheim with religious broadcasters, so they're not with us. So we're going to have a chance to hear from Yoli Rays. She's the founder of Mary's Pregnancy Center. And uh, you're going to hear about her story of coming across the Florida Straits as a Cuban refugee and also her story of being raped and her story of now she owns, well, she's a proprietor of Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center, and that's going to be a great interview. That and more to Bill Bunkley's show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
April 5th. Don't miss The Best of Enemies. Starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. Then you ought to know. Same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies. Based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. If you should ask the average person, their idea is that their primary responsibility is their work. Five days a week, eight hours a day, they've got to give it to the employer. That's number one responsibility. They'll say, well, if I don't do it, I'll get fired. And so they have a day on Saturday to do whatever they please, and then Sunday maybe. My friend, do you know what God's view of this is? Sunday is number one. Sunday is the priority day. Sunday is the day to get ready to go out and to do what? To carry out your job? No. To minister to the people around you while you're working at a secular vocation to make enough money to keep on ministering. That's God's viewpoint. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Emberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. Nielsen US XAOC 52 weeks dollar sales. Hot flashes, night sweats, low energy. I had all those menopause symptoms. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. As an athlete and winner of gold back in 1984, I've always cared about what I put in my body. That's why for menopause relief, I choose Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free and estrogen-free. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement in dollar sales. I like the fact that Amberin is clinically tested, safe, and effective. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amber in today. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Bill Bunkley here. We're back on this Friday afternoon, and uh, we've got a very important subject to cover. Now, what I want to just uh, warn you and a uh, strong suggestion if you have uh, younger kids in the car, or they are in the, the room of your home where you're listening, 
they really need not be exposed to the content today. And so uh, if you're in the car, if you could just uh, sort of turn the radio down for the next uh, 20 minutes or so so they uh, won't be able to hear it. And if you're at home, uh, try and uh, either put the kids in an area to where um, they're not going to hear it or put your earbuds in or something like that because, uh, again, uh, this is uh, a very important topic, but it is an adult topic. Today we're going to talk about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. And my guest today from FocusOnTheFamily.com is John Thorrington. He's a licensed counselor at Focus. And John has served as a Christian pastor for 29 years. In his last position, he served as pastor of discipleship and evangelism for First Wesleyan Church in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And during that time, from 1999 to 2005, he became passionately concerned about couples and teens fighting sexual struggles. Now, those battles had to do with Internet pornography and other online activities. In 2006, he became a licensed professional counselor in the state of Alabama, while also taking two years to train with a widely recognized sex addiction addiction expert, Patrick Carnes, to become a certified sexual addiction therapist. John founded Tuscaloosa Christian Counseling in 2004, the center operated full-time from June 2005 to July 14, serving the families there battling with the sex additions. It was an outpatient Christ-centered program for adults and teens and sought the healing in areas of sexual and relational brokenness. 2004, he and his wife moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado. John Thorrington, good to have you with us this afternoon. Well, thank you, Bill. It's good to be here today. And again, if you're just uh, tuning in, a uh, gr- uh, very important topic. Going to be talking about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. But again, if you have small children in the car or in the home, you want to get them secured. Not great content for the little ones. Well, I want to begin by an example that you pointed out. And uh, we know that there was an outage just a few days ago with Facebook and Instagram. Both of them simultaneously experienced an outage. Tell us what happened during that outage as sort of an introduction as to how widespread this problem really is. Uh, yeah, what happened has actually happened before, but again, this was another significant marker. Pornhub, which is one of the largest uh, production uh, companies uh, in our country that puts out the Internet pornography, reported that they had a spike of traffic, and literally it went up 19% higher uh, due to the outage that you were just mentioning, and that, that was recorded in a relevant magazine. It's really pointing out here, Bill, that what's going on is is that we're seeing a growing trend, that there's a much more of a dependence that people are having, not just on the Internet, but in particular, they're turning to pornography. And so we're seeing a lot of benchmarks of that. And, and actually, I think uh, they're bringing this to our attention really does say that we've got a growing problem, and it's uh, time for us to address it. Mm. What would you say now is the percentages for or any breakdown of percentages of people who are regularly going to uh, to the porn sites on the Internet? Uh, yeah, let me just share some things I think that uh, people would find interesting. Uh, this was some recent stats. 47% of American families are reporting that pornography is a problem in their home. So this is touching one out of two families. 11 is now the average age of exposure, and 94% of the teens will be exposed by the age of 14. That's a growing problem there, one that should alarm all of us. 
56% of American divorces have one partner with, quote, an obsessive interest, unquote, in pornography. And, and Bill, I've even seen some studies saying it's as high as 70%. So a lot of folks are saying this is an innocent thing. It's mainlined in the, in the, in the culture. But in reality, it's a major force behind broken marriages and, and families. Uh, even more close to home in the church, some of the recent studies are indicating 68% of church-going men uh, view pornography regularly, and so do 50% of the pastors. So as those statistics are indicating, it is across the picture uh, a growing issue at all ages, all levels. It's in the church. It's outside the church. When you mention, John Thorrington, that uh, 50% of pastors are uh, looking at Internet pornography, that is just such a, a disturbing a revelation. It isn't new to me. I'm aware of that. But whenever I'm reminded and I'm thinking about uh, pastors who people will entrust their relationship, uh, in our particular case, uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, to allow a pastor to be uh, the, the, the primary person in the line of authority uh, from God uh, to uh, those families in the church, and to realize that that many pastors uh, have an issue that is that is just supremely uh, troubling to me. Uh, it, it is alarming, and and what I would say uh, to your listeners is this: that I think uh, pastors really have some unique challenges, and that is trying to find someone to speak to. There's a lot of risk that goes with that. But I would certainly say to any church leaders or pastors out there, if they are struggling with that, and chances are some are that are listening are, please do reach out and get help. And uh, I would certainly point them to focus on the family where there are a lot of counselors that are trained to uh, tell pastors where they can go and where it's safe for them to get help. Because I think what you're pointing to, Bill, is it's alarming when we've got that level of numbers of pastors struggling with it. And then we start to look at what's the impact of the church today. And by and large, the church has been observed by people to be quite silent on this. And when you look at that statistic, it makes sense. I want to tell you that uh, we're listening to uh, John Thorrington, who's a licensed counselor at Focus on the Family, talking about how to help a loved one with porn addiction. And by the way, for uh, some help in this area, as well as so many other areas, uh, go to the website, focusonthefamily.com. That's focusonthefamily.com. And keep repeating that our subject matter this afternoon is not age appropriate uh, for small children. When we look at pornography, I know that I, I learned this decades ago from Dr. Charles Stanley. And uh, back then, I guess it was either eight track tapes or whatever we used. Uh-huh. But Dr. Stanley would say, you know, you really need to be careful what you put in front of your eyes and what you watch because. You have tapes or subconscious tapes that everything that you have viewed is stored up in your mind. And so as we try to tell young people and others about the ravages of pornography, when you hear these very large numbers that you just uh, were able to share with us, it's clear that uh, a wide section of our population, both folks who uh, are making the claim of following Christ and those that are not, there's a lot of people who, as soon as this uh, Internet and easy access where you didn't have to go out into the shed and find uh, maybe your dad or maybe your uncle's house, you find the old Playboy up in the coffee can hidden behind some Mm -hmm. nails, this is readily uh, uh, just accessible And I think uh, it has really impacted 
not only morality, but uh, everything that has to do with our society. Uh, Yeah, and uh, some people may not know this. I mean, there are 11 states right now. Not that they're passing laws, but they're trying to pass resolutions uh, indicating that we definitely need more research and education and public awareness because it it is what they're calling, and I agree with this. It's a public health crisis. And let me just share some things with uh, with your listeners that would help them to understand what we're talking about. Certainly, if they have children in their home, the fact of what you just shared with uh, with your the pastor, Charles Stanley, great man of God, what he said is so true, it has a huge impact on the brain, especially the brains of young children and high schoolers. Also, what we're doing is we're creating a, an environment that is sexually toxic, where people are being objectified. Uh, alarming to me is the loss of spiritual identity and, and the futures of young people being impacted by this in very negative ways. Certainly, pornography, the digital age, has really uh, helped promote sexual aggression and violence. It's undermining women's and children's rights. We talked about earlier the link to divorce and family breakups. Certainly, I know because of the people that I serve in my office, it's contributing significantly uh, to high levels of depression and even suicide uh, in our culture. So there is a public health crisis, and and I'm hoping that the listeners today uh, will take heed to that. And and one of the things I think we really need to say at a minimum is uh, we're all inundated in this digital world, and it's time that we really started to slow down the flow of that and chose wisely what we're allowing ourselves to be exposed to. And as I think about this, um, certainly as we talk about how to help a loved one, which we're going to turn to in just a minute after another question, um, boy, it is so widespread that um, it seems to me if and when you find out a family member is caught up in this addiction, uh, it's important, uh, I think, how you begin to help that person. And also to realize that, unfortunately, this is just a plague. It's a widespread plague. So before we get to that question on how to approach and help, um, what drives a person to be attracted to pornography in the first place? Again, it it wasn't invented with the Internet. We saw the proliferation with Playboy magazines and the girly magazines. What is that drive, especially for a man, a little bit different than a woman, even though we're now seeing numbers that they're into pornography as well? What is that drive? Yeah, there's a number of factors that play into that, and I'm really glad you asked the question. One study that I just read the other day was saying, and it's interesting, I don't know if this is an issue for you, Bill, it's not for me, but boredom is a growing issue, and I think some of that is because we're being digitally rewired, overexposed, and it takes more and more uh, to tentilate people. So boredom is a huge thing. Stress, uh, 74% of the people uh, that were interviewed in this survey said stress was a major factor. So they go into the world of pornography, the world of fantasy. Uh, it's a way for a brief period. It's it's certainly unhealthy. It's got all kinds of problems. But some people are trying to use this as a way of dealing uh, to overcome the stress. Another big one is people are medicating because they're depressed or struggling with anxiety issues. Uh, the biggest factor was, and I think this says a lot about our, our culture, uh, 94% said they were looking for the sexual high. So there are a number of factors that play into that. I call those triggers. And when I work with people, I certainly want to know what their triggers are. Uh, but a lot of things can play into that. When we start to look at, and when I was doing my uh, studies with Patrick Kearns, he said that we've got three great accelerators that are promoting this. One is widespread accessibility. There's affordability. Uh, there's all kinds of access to stuff with no cost to it. And then we've got the false perception, and it is false, of anonymity. People think that they can do things online, and it's a secret that nobody knows, and nothing could be further from the truth. 
Mm. What about, um, and you know, I hear this in a lot in teenagers, the, the word, you, you mentioned the word boredom. And you hear teenagers talk a lot about I'm bored, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. They, um, they now live in a culture where they get on their, their smartphones, they get on their pads, and uh, you've got this almost 20, well, not 24, but in their waking hours, uh, their minds are just constantly being stimulated, stimulated, yeah. stimulated, stimulated. That's right. And then it's rewiring, I think, part of their brain. But uh, talk about that uh, because uh, not only, uh, you know, young people who are getting exposed for the first time, and then we want to talk about how to help a loved one like an older person to family, but uh, kids seem to be really at risk with this idea I hear they're bored all the time. Yeah, and uh, there's a very interesting book that some of your your listeners might want to listen to, particularly the parents. Archibald Hart and his daughter, Sylvia, wrote a book, The Digital Invasion. Fantastic book, fantastic research. And what he described is, is that we're experiencing a dopamine flooding of the brain, especially young people. And the, the net result of that is that our brains are being literally impaired. They're being abused. And as a consequence, we're losing our capacity to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. And I think that's what we're talking about here. And it's a good argument for us to say we really need to limit the intake here and and take time to enjoy the simple things of life. Kids need to be outside more, interacting with each other and having social opportunities to engage with each other. But uh, I think dopamine flooding is a huge factor, and it's impacting uh, everyone today. Yes, I I read that book by uh, Dr. Archibald Cox. I recommend it as well. And dopamine is uh, in in the brain. That is what's being sort of redirected, reconnected, uh, rewired. And, uh, yeah, yeah, kids don't have any sort of um, orientation of just enjoying the the simple things in life. In fact, uh, they're into about five minutes and they get bored or they or they use the word bored. But. Let's do this. By the way, if you're just joining us, you're listening to John Thorrington, who is a licensed counselor at Focus on the Family, talking about how to help a loved one with a porn addiction. You can find out more about this resource and other resources and issues at FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com. Well, we've got a few minutes left uh, in our time today, so John Thorrington, let's get to the main question. If someone that you have identified uh, has a porn addiction, how do you begin to uh, approach that person? How do you begin to share with that person? And what do you do to try and uh, get with them to help them know they need to get some help? Absolutely. You know, one of the first things I say to families is just be careful not to shame your loved one, whether it's your spouse or it's one of your kids. Uh, you definitely want them to know that you're concerned for them and about the issue. One of the big things is to ask some questions, to see how much they're willing to share with you. The more information, the better it's going to be. There's always a reluctance, typically, at first to share that. But getting the right kind of help is important. One of the big mistakes families make is that they don't pursue that, and maybe the person says, well, I'm okay. I'll I'll stop it. It won't happen again. And then they make a promise, but it's usually a promise they can't keep. And so getting someone to really help them do a good assessment to evaluate how long has this been going on? How much of a problem is it an addiction? Uh, what is it? Naming that so that the proper treatment can be acquired is really very important. So getting a counselor, but not just any counselor, a Christian counselor who has training, I think is important. Again, that's why calling folks on the family could be a real valuable thing for families to know what to do. 
But getting that assessment is essential. There's certain things that we do know uh, when people get this help, uh, they will benefit from it. Certainly a counselor, a lot of folks will benefit from getting into a support group. Uh, support groups uh, such as Celebrate Recovery have helped thousands of people uh, in their recovery process. Or I'm a real fan of saying if you've got a team, let's find for them a mentor, someone who's willing to partner with them alongside uh, with them for a while, especially if it's a young man, uh, you know, a grown guy uh, who's got a commitment to the Lord and to that young person could be an invaluable uh, resource to that young person. So getting mentoring, counseling, support groups, and there are good books out there today that describe the whole process of recovery. Many, many times people delay getting the help and then they prolong the hurt and the sorrow that goes with this, with this habit and this problem. And I want to say one of the most important things in the beginning is, is do not shame. Uh, do not close that, that door because uh, just like anything that is, uh, quote, unquote, the big secret. And when the big secret is let out, there is automatically just uh, a lot of shame and guilt, regardless of, of what we're talking about. Certainly, if uh, you've got someone who, uh, other than this, uh, li- living what, what is, by all appearances is a stellar life and uh, has gotten wrapped up into this, um, not only understanding, but uh, just relating to the field that, hey, you've gotten yourself in a loop. This is a sickness, and so need to get some, some help with this. Got about a minute left. Uh, any final thoughts, John Thornton, you'd like to leave with us? Uh, Yeah, you know, I think we need to go back to Jesus more in the church because I love the way he helped people that struggled with sexual things, especially with shame. You think about the woman caught in the act of adultery. His first words to the religious leaders were, if you're without sin, cast the first stone. And we need to hear that because we all have the potential of falling short in some aspect of our lives. But what Jesus did was two things. First, he offered compassion and acceptance. Neither do I condemn you, he said to the woman. And then he said to her, he spoke the truth, go and sin no more. And so as we offer that relationship, that compassion and grace, I believe we empower people to overcome these issues and struggles. And we point them to Jesus. Well, I want to tell you a very impactful uh, story and um, uh, issue today, and that is the story of those that get addicted to pornography. I want to especially uh, thank John Thorrington to be with us this afternoon. He's one of the licensed counselors there at Focus on the Family. And truly, if uh, you uh, yourself uh, want to have an initial conversation, uh, call, I mean, contact focusonthefamily.com. That's focusonthefamily.com. Important not only to get to a Christian counselor, but a specialist, a specialist in the area of training uh, for this particular uh, porn addiction because uh, you, you want to get with someone who's on top of the latest information and uh, they can really get you down the right path quickly. Well, John Thornton, thank you for being with us. We're all out of time and look forward to maybe another opportunity to chat with you in the future. Well, thanks, Bill, and blessings to you. Blessings to you. All right, that'll wrap up uh, this segment. Coming up in just a moment, a young lady I met a couple of years ago in Tallahassee, Yoli Reyes. Not only does she have a story about being a Cuban and coming to the U.S. at the age of 18 on a raft, she's also going to share a very personal story about what led her to dedicate her life to the pro-life movement and also to Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center down in Fort Lauderdale, Pembroke Prime, Pembroke Pines in the Hollywood area. More of the Bill Bunkley Show with Yoli Ray's coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. It is 
easy to say goodbye, but I know it's only for a little while. Run up ahead and I will catch up, cause I'm gonna see you. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says he'll close the nation's southern border or large sections of it next week if Mexico does not immediately stop illegal immigration. And he warned reporters, I am not kidding around. Two senior German officials see little chance of reviving Britain's treaty with the European Union to withdraw from the bloc after it was again rejected by the U.K. Parliament. Manfred Weber A European lawmaker and center-right candidate to head the European Commission said that the treaty is off the table. Justice Minister Katarina Barley, the center-left Social Democrats' top candidate for upcoming European elections, says everything points to a hard Brexit without a deal. On Wall Street, a good day. The arrows were up. The Dow rose 211 points to 25,928. The Nasdaq rose 60. The S&P advanced 19. Oil up to 60.14 a barrel. This is SRN News. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies. Starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you all to know same god made you made me the best of enemies based on the untold true story rated pg-13 may be inappropriate for children under 13 in theaters april 5th saturday afternoons at 4 30 join pastor john couch for this day in the word 
He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungeon. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this uh, beautiful, uh, what I call the Chamber of Commerce afternoon. And want to remind you that our friends uh, are um, at Movie Guide are in Anaheim, California this afternoon for the Religious Broadcasters Convention. So uh, they're normally with us this time. And so uh, we'll catch up with them next week. I want to remind you that uh, the two movies that uh, we would be talking about today certainly is Dumbo that's opening up today. And you can see that review at movieguide.org. But more importantly, the movie Unplanned, the movie I saw a few days ago with the legislators up in Tallahassee, Unplanned is opening today. And it's a very riveting movie. I absolutely suggest that you go to movieguide.org and review the full listing for uh, Unplanned before you go. Uh, some sensitive scenes in there. And I know many of our audience have been impacted by uh, abortion. And so we want to make sure that uh, you know exactly uh, what you need to know and are fully prepared. Well, my next segment, I want to tell you once again that uh, it probably would be uh, good that if you have small children in the car, you might want to turn down the volume on this one. This one is an important topic to share, uh, but there again, it's not appropriate for the ears of the little one, little ones. And if you're at home in some other environment, if you can have the kids uh, sort of uh, go in the back somewhere and um, kind of get out of uh, the ear uh, range of our program for the next few moments, or if you are listening on your smartphone or you can put in some earbuds or something, that would be great. But it's a compelling story indeed. My next guest uh, I met a few years ago uh, in Tallahassee, and uh, she is absolutely committed to the pro-life movement. And she also has a tremendous testimony not only about coming to this country, but also about uh, one of the dirty little secrets that you never hear about that uh, happens when uh, young girls go to um, Planned Parenthood and other areas. She's Yoli Reyes and, uh, Reyes, and she is the founder of Mary's Pregnancy Center. And uh, we're going to talk about her uh, fight for the unborn her website is Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center.org. That's Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center.org. Yoli and her husband are the founders of that uh, pregnancy center located in Fort Lauderdale and also in the Pembroke Prime, Pembroke Pines in Hollywood area. 
She is a Cuban-American, and uh, the first part of her story is she came to the U.S. at the age of 18 in a raft. She wanted to come here so much that she spent three days in the ocean, and then she was housed at Guantanamo Bay, uh, Cuba, uh, in for 11 months uh, before she was able to enter the United States. And she married the man that brought her to know uh, an everlasting relationship with Jesus Christ, and he adopted her son when her son was 12. Now, I don't want to tell any more of Yoli's story. I want her to tell it. Yoli Reyes, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, Bill. It is a pleasure to be here and a blessing. Well, the first story I want you to share is tell us about that uh, absolutely phenomenal journey when you left Cuba. And just take a few minutes to tell us your story about that. Well, I left Cuba when I was 18 years old. I left in a raft with six other people. And um, we spent three days in the ocean. I um, Unfortunately, we didn't make it. We were rescued 15 miles from Key West, Florida, and sent to Guantanamo Bay. I spent 11 months in Guantanamo Bay, which was an... Uh, not a very easy experience, but God had plans. And after those 11 months, I was able to come legally to the country. And so it's been 25 years since. And uh, during that journey, and of course, uh, what bravery on your part and all the other Cuban Americans that came across those shark-infested waters. But uh, I know it took about a year to be able to get you into the country, but uh, we are so fortunately and glad that you did. Now, I want to move a little bit further in her story, and this is the part I want to uh, warn all of you who have young kids in the car. This might be a good time to uh, get the kids tucked away somewhere or turn the radio off for sure. And if you're at home, you want to get the kids tucked away because the subject matter is certainly an adult subject matter uh, for sure. Now, as you, your mom and your dad divorced when you were three and yes, your mom yes. remarried, pick up the story from there about your um, stepfather and share a little bit about uh, the very tragic, uh, unfortunate part of your story uh, during that time. Well, Bill, just like you say, um, my mom and my dad divorced when I was three years old, and um, not longer after my mom remarried. This time she married a captain of the National Police in Cuba. Um, and soon after he moved, he began to sexually molest me. With the years, the molestation escalated to rape, and at the age of 13, he got me pregnant, took me to have an abortion, which in Cuba, you just walk into the hospital and have an abortion. Um, what that did was, all that abortion did was to... Um, covered the crime that he was committing, and therefore the rape continued. Very not long after, I was pregnant again. This time, I fight against the abortion, and the doctors also refused um, to perform it because I was very weak health-wise. My son Pedro was born uh, 28 years ago, and my husband, like you say before, adopted him when he was 12. He Bill, he was not any different than any other child growing up. Today, he's an engage, engaged to be married, a hardworking Amen. young man, American citizen, a father of the most amazing grandchild grandparents could have. <laughs> and uh, the Lord wanted me to be <laughs> grateful, actually, all over again. And my grandson was born on Thanksgiving Day. 
Um, one of the things that I always like to share with my story is um, because, unfortunately, many people and many um, even pro-life bills always uh, make exceptions in cases of rape and incest, and that um, and my and the abortion that was performed on me, of, um, unfortunately, with the first child, the, it only served three purposes. It covered the crime of my stepfather so he could continue to rape me, it murdered my child, and it victimized me further because now I have to deal with the emotional side effects of an abortion and the fact that I was never able to conceive the game. Mm. I think it's important to know that uh, Yoli Reyes, who's joining me today, uh, she's never been able to conceive again, and I know that uh, there's there's others that are listening who have the same testimony after they have uh, uh, had their abortions. And uh, I just want to remind you again that this segment is a very important segment to talk about because I want to talk about what the Planned Parenthoods of the world do when they, they think they may have someone who, a uh, young lady who may have been raped. But I want to tell you that uh, when you hear more of Yoli's dedication today through her Crisis Pregnancy Center, which is Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center, uh, it's a very inst- inspiring story. By the way, if you want to go to her website, Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center.org, that's Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center.org. And again, our content during this show is not appropriate for the young children. So please, please either turn off the radio in a car and, and want to remind you that. Uh, you can listen to uh, both of our segments today. We're very sensitive. But I want to remind you that tonight when you get home, you can go to letstalkfaith.com. You can download, uh, you know, we have the podcast. So you can download the podcast and you can listen to it in an appropriate area where you're not going to be exposing it to the young kids. Again, our podcast is Let's Talk, letstalkfaith.com. Go to the podcast page. Now, before we talk about more your situation and how dedicated you are, we know that a lot of these young girls will come into a crisis, uh, come into, say, Planned Parenthood. They'll talk about how they got pregnant, and you'll find out that uh, maybe somebody raped them, or maybe she's 16, and the man that impregnated her was maybe 19 or 20. Uh, that is against the law in Florida, but uh, most of the time, that never gets uh, uh, reported to authorities, does it? It doesn't, Bill. As a matter of fact, uh, about three days ago, we received um, a young girl that was 14 years old, uh, turning 15, um, very soon. And she has been a Planned Parenthood, and that was exactly the case. Uh, they, they were ready to provide her with an abortion because of the circumstances. And when she got pregnant, the boyfriend is an adult, is 24 years old, and uh, nothing was about to happen with them. They, they, it, it, when she came and, and told her her story, of course, we gave her the support. Thank God she have chose life for, uh, she have chosen life for her child, but that is an unfortunate circumstances with Planned Parenthood. Um, even in cases of rape, uh, we have stories of girls that have been raped, and the first um, counseling that, she, that they receive from Planned Parenthood is how the child is going to remind them of the, of the rape, how it's going to mess up their life, uh, um, especially if they're young, and they tell them that they're not going to be able to study, that they're going to be traumatized, and so on and so forth. And, of course, the first counsel is to abort the child. Mm, I want to tell you, that is so true. 
And uh, I got to ask my audience, when was the last time you heard a news report about a referral from, say, Planned Parenthood or any of the other abortion facilities that they learned of a young lady who got pregnant, whether it's forcibly or due to someone well above 18 years of age, and they're just never reported. And um, we have tried to get that law changed to make it uh, be a liability on the uh, the abortion provider that if you don't provide law enforcement the information when you learn of something like this, then uh, then you would be, you know, uh, outside the law as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about your commitment. And, of course, um, she is a, a proprietor of Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center there in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Pembroke Primes in Hollywood area. And I met uh, Miss Reyes several years ago uh, with uh, focus with uh, uh, family, uh, Florida Family Action, as they come to Tallahassee each year. And uh, I wanted her to share that story again. So tell us a little bit. Uh, you're very active in Tallahassee. You're very active advocating pro-life. Tell us within that camp, what are the important things you continue to try to get across to our public officials? Well, Bill, um, nine years ago, I was a um, case manager for a shelter for uh, families, mothers and children. And the Lord called me um, through time of prayer. The Lord called me to the pregnancy center. And so that's how Mary's Pregnancy Resource Center came to be. So we found her nine years ago. We knew, I knew that there were so many girls out there, so many women that needed our support, our services, our resources, and they were just going to have an abortion just because they either didn't know or um there were not many other pregnancy centers around, so the Lord called us to that, but we knew that that wasn't it. Besides all the services that we provide, we provide pregnancy tests, post-abortion counseling, counseling, parenting classes, life skill classes, budgeting, sonogram, um, and you name it, but, uh, all kinds of services, referrals, because and we serve them throughout our pregnancy and up to one year after the baby's born. However, we knew that that wasn't it. As we got more and more involved with the pro-life um, movement, we realized that there are many good bills out there, many pro-life bills, that, uh, but they also, there's also a lot of opposition. But even some of these good bills have exceptions in cases of rape and incest and other exceptions as well. Um, as a matter of fact, um, yes, we were blessed to meet you a couple of the, a years ago in Tallahassee and to see you again this year. But we also go to Washington, D.C., and I am available to go anywhere where I can speak up. Right now, we are um, urging everyone to call their house members to uh, to sign the discharge petition to force a vote on the on the Born Alive Abortion Survival Protection Act, which is an HR 962. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me just uh, for the audience. She's talking about the United States House of Rep- Representatives, not the Florida House of Representatives. This is a national bill. And so she's talking about contacting your member of the U.S. Congress uh, up in Washington, D.C. So go ahead, y'all. I just want to make that distinction because we talk about Tallahassee so much on my show. 
That's right. And uh, for more information on that, they, uh, people can call the National Right to uh, can go into the National Right to Life website and get more information. But we also are right now working and praying and trying to reach out to for the HB 235 in the House and SB 792 in the Senate, the bill that prohibits termination of pregnancy when fetal heartbeat is present. But this bill does have exceptions bill, specifically in cases of rape and incest. In other words, my son's heartbeat wouldn't be as important as the heartbeat of other children only because of the circumstances in which he was conceived. The exception on this bill translates as not only I was victimized by my stepfather when he raped me, but also now my son has to be murdered because of a crime that he didn't commit. But that's not it. I can speak of this because abortion didn't help me in any way when my first child conceived in rape was aborted. They are, and so uh, that's why uh, you see us in Tallahassee. That's why we go to the March for Life every year in Washington. That's why we're constantly reaching out to our senators, to our House of Representatives in the state and um, nationwide because we want our voice to be heard. We want them to see a face so that they cannot use me, my story, or my son to excuse abortion. And I want to tell you that your witness is very strong, very powerful, and uh, I know that uh, there are not only women listening today who uh, underwent an abortion. There are men that are listening today that uh, were maybe part of of uh, getting that uh, particular procedure uh, done, and uh, I know that really does uh, affect them. Uh, we just got a couple of minutes left, uh, so Yoli, Tell us a little bit uh, of, of, uh, of how God has healed you and uh, not only healed you, but you are an outspoken advocate for the, uh, the unborn, and uh, you're also not afraid to tell your story. Uh, give us a quick word of encouragement to maybe some other ladies who are listening this afternoon. What I want to let not only ladies, but dads as well, men, this is, this is something that uh, reach out to every heart because a lot of women have abortion because they don't have the support. But uh, just recently, my, fa- my husband is teaching the fathers of the pregnancy center a book uh, that is called Father by God. We are all fathered by God. It doesn't matter what we have gone through. God is a God of purpose. My abortion was bad, and it, and it left scars. The rape left scars. The molestation left scars. But once I came to Christ, yes, I have to go through counseling. Yes, I have to go uh, uh, and seek help, biblical help, because other, any other help is not as strong. But I, am, I was set free, and I understood that although God wasn't the one that, that did these things, that he allowed it because he's a God of purpose. If I wouldn't have gone through that, I would not be able today to lead these two pregnancy centers to bring women. Our, our, our um, mission at the ministry is to save lives and reach 
to souls in South Florida. And we wouldn't have been able to reach that mission if I wouldn't have uh, the story that I have, which is a God story, because he allowed it. He allowed it so that today many women would choose life for their children. Sometimes you cannot bear the cross. Sometimes um, uh, you don't have the, 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 the resources to keep, that ch- to, to keep your, your, your child. It is okay. Adoption is a loving option. Amen. Well, Yoli, we're out of time, but let me tell you, thank you so much, uh, my dear sister in Christ, for your testimony this afternoon. That has been Yoli Rays, and she's the founder of Mary's Pregnancy Center. If you'd like to follow up more with her, maybe even have her into your church to speak, go to marryspregnancyresourcecenter.org. That's marryspregnancyresourcecenter.org. And, Yoli, we have to go, but thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless you. God bless you. That'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming up in just a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, How to Lose Everyone and Your Mind. That's part two. That's Living Truth coming up just in a moment after the Bill Bunkley Show. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful, informative afternoon. Going to take some time off for the weekend. Hope you are blessed as well. Monday at 4 o'clock, I'll be right here. Until then, I'm Bill Bunkley. Be blessed and good afternoon. Mm-hmm.